In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And we're together again. <laughs> Um, guys, just we're gonna do we're doing more listener questions. Just reminders: you can submit them on DM at Betches Moms. You don't have to email us. You can submit them. It's probably easier there. You can send us your momster situations, your mom guilt situations, your dear Betches Moms, all of that and more at Betches Moms. Also, follow that account if you don't follow. Which like I don't know where you've been if you don't already follow. But anyway, I feel like you like like you. If you're listening, like follow if you're not weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So um, what's been going on, Brittany? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm back. Well, yesterday I'm back. I took a week off because um, it's the time between camp and school where Oliver does not have any form of child care. So he's not in school, he's not in camp. So he had two weeks off. Um, and I know some people have more than that, which is crazy to me. Um, he starts school tomorrow. So we took a family trip. It was not a vacation, it was a trip to Montauk. Was, this is actually our third summer doing this, this week in the summer. And it's a nice little tradition that I feel like we've started. And um, we went with a couple of other families and it's nice just like chill on the beach. Like it's nice going there because like you don't have to like get super dressed up and like everything's kind of just like on the water and like the kids have like, you know, an area to run around. It's very kid friendly. Although actually, Montauk, <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you. Why? So while you have literally bajillion families out there with their kids like doing this like before school family trip. The wait staff and like like the hospitality towards children, every single place we went to was horrible. Really? Like they were pissed that the children were there. And it's like, well, this is like a family place. Like it was originally a family place. It like when I was little, we used to that's like where my family went. Like it, it was originally a family place, but now everybody's like, oh, it's like this cool bougie place. But like it's not. It's a family no. place. It depends, like whatever. You're going to like surf lodge or whatever. Yeah. But just like we um we went, I'm not gonna name the restaurant because whatever. But we went early. We had to go everywhere early, like five, five thirty, you know. Right. And um the waiter comes over and he's like can I can I get you guys anything like water or whatever? And Oliver looks up and he screams cheeseburger, <laughs> and like it was funny, whatever. Like he wanted a cheeseburger, and he yeah. goes, "You will not yell at me like that." <gasps> and shut I, up. Yeah, and Noah and I didn't hear 
because we were both like taking whatever. We were just like doing other things, Jack, whatever. And he walked away and we were with two other families and all of our friends were like, did you like see that interaction? And we oh were my like, God. no, what happened? They're like, the dude just yelled at your kid. Oh my God. And I was like, if he comes back here and says anything, I'm actually going to punch him in the face. Like that is not okay. I was so heated. Did and, you like, say something? I didn't. It was for the best, but like if I did hear him, I would have said something. So it was it was better that I didn't hear, probably. Right. Uh, but how rude is that? That's insane. I've never right? heard anything so insane. <laughs> I need to know what restaurant. <laughs> it was Navy Beach. Ugh. And that's like such a kid-friendly place. It's on like yeah. a little rock beach. It's not like even a fancy place. Tables. It's not fancy. And I just, it was like horrible. And that wasn't, the, that's that wasn't the only like bad interaction we had. It was just like everywhere. Nobody wanted to deal with kids. Like I went somewhere for breakfast and I was just like, can I have like a little thing of berries? And she was like, no. Oh my and God. I, and then I was like, um, could you just make sure like the kids' food comes out first? And she was just like, oh, it's all going to just come out at the same time. And I was like, okay. Oh my <laughs> God. I mean, I don't think I remember Montauk being like particularly friendly to anybody. Like, right. That everyone's just kind of like, I don't want to be here. So. But that's crazy. This guy talks. Yeah. Spoke directly to Oliver. Spoke directly to Oliver. And that like, is. Oliver had no idea. And I feel really, I like thinking about it, that like I didn't actually say something to him like kills no. me. But Noah and I were ready. We were ready. That's so back. funny. If that happened to me, like I would be, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have said something like, because like you, like I would, I didn't want to just bring it up again. Right. Because if I didn't hear it. But for the next week. <laughs> I would be stewing mm -hmm. about all of the things that I would be like, I would be fighting with this guy like yes. in my head. That's exactly what I was doing. Um, <laughs> what would you have said? What would you have said? I would have been like, um, excuse me, that is not how you talk to my four-year-old son. He is just telling you what he wants to eat. He's not an adult. Like you don't yell at a child, especially that isn't yours. Now yes. I'm starting to get angry and I'm starting to like really go No, but that it. is <laughs> such a thing. Like, you know, when people, you know, like, I'm sure that's not the first time that someone else might like speak sternly to a child. Do you think that that's like, okay, while I'm, I'm totally with you, like don't for people, other, for other people in this situation, do you think that that's like ever called for, for someone to be like, do not yell at me? For someone, for a parent to talk back to the other person or for no, the no, no, person no, 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 to no. yell at the, the person, child? To say, well, he, he wasn't yell he wasn't like, yo, mother. He was no, just like, you are. being rude. Being rude. Okay, so do you think that there's ever a scenario where like an adult can say when it's not their child, but not like yell or be rude, be like, please don't speak to me like that. Like, if it was like that, do you think that that's an appropriate thing? No, I don't think that's an appropriate thing. And I think if you have a real issue, then you pull the parent aside and exactly. talk to the parent. Say, because yeah. a kid does not understand Right, as we've totally. spoken many times to professionals of like how to speak to kids, like they don't know, like whatever you you speak to the parent, you don't speak to the kid like that. That is right. so you can't take your shit for. out on a child. It's so fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I know. See, I would have guessed a different restaurant, but Navy Beach, I forgot that existed. Anyway, was the food yeah. even good? <laughs> it was pretty good. We actually ended up going back the second night for like our adults night. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's that's wild. Yeah, I know. But like, other than that, like, it was 
nice. I mean, there was a lot of tantrums. Jack fell off the bed, got a black eye. Oh my um, God. Yeah. He I, fell off the bed and got a black eye. I was, cha- it was a low bed. It was like a really low bed, but I was changing him. Uh-huh. And he's crazy. Like he jumped, like he leaps and he jumps. Yeah. Like I can't change him anymore. I had to get the 360 diapers that go on like pull-ups because I can't actually close diapers on him. Oh my God, so yeah. He, I was changing him. He literally just like backwards leapt and then like turned over and then like dove forward and I grabbed his foot Yeah. and I like grabbed his foot too late and he hit his head on like there was like a wood frame around the bed. Oh. And I was, this was right before bed, so I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, how do I tell if he's a concussion? I was, like, doing all, like, the concussion trips yeah. to look to see if their pupils are different sizes, if they throw up, if they're acting different. Literally, I was I was texting my friends. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. It was fine. But he had a black eye for the rest of the week. <laughs> like an actual black eye? Yeah. Like, he had, I mean, like, yeah, like, the side of his eye. Because that's where not, he hit his face? Yeah, like, the side of his eye. Oh, I'm sorry. No, That's okay. so stressful. Mm-hmm. Were you like, Noah, I'm really sorry. I just dropped your child. <laughs> he was like, he's fine. Like, th- this is a situation where Noah's like, he's fine. What are you freaking out about? I'm like, he might have a concussion. He's going to remember. He's going <laughs> to know I dropped him on his head. <laughs> I'm a bad mom. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm sure that happens to like literally everyone. Oh my God, the kids and the squiggling or whatever, or the squirming on the... Oh. Mila will not... She cries every time she goes on that changing table. She hates it. So it doesn't want to be like pinned down. And it's so crazy because my grandparents were over. They were here still for a week, like in New York for a week after her birthday. And so they came over a bunch. And, you know, I've never noticed how much Mila moves, like doesn't stop moving, like compared when, when when she's with my grandparents who aren't able to like run after she's like, i'm yeah. so tired it's like yeah. there there's a lot of energy and i was like you're right she does not sit still like there is no just like let me just sit here and read my book like Why it's don't we just do this nice stationary activity no there is no <laughs> it's just like oh cup oh like it's drumstick oh let me keep trying to get out of my playroom oh let me just crawl and then like let me get it going the exact place where i'm not supposed to go like it's literally non-stop it's non-stop Wait, it's so, so it, funny. It was Mila's first birthday. How did it go? Yes. Did I not talk about that? No. We said it was coming up, but we didn't you didn't tell us how it went. It went well. It was it went off pretty hitchless. Um and I love the pictures. It looked beautiful. And you did Thank that all you. yourself. Oh yeah. Wow. I was Impressive. gonna like have a party planner, but sh- the one that you, she was, she was really nice. She just couldn't come day of. And I was yeah. just like, you know what? I can just do it. I yeah. just need to sort of like make a really detailed list. And I like made one and I was just checking it off and like saying like, okay, I need to find an outfit by this date. I need to like do these things by this. So I wasn't scrambling because I tend to do that. And um, yeah, it went off pretty great. And I, um, was like proud of my decorations that I bought on Amazon. <laughs> it looked and, great. Yeah, it was like Mila had a great time. She like, you know, what didn't cry. She was just like happy to be with. It was just hot out. That was the only thing. Yeah. But she was happy to be with her whole family. And it was like a cute mm-hmm. little reunion. Like basically it was like a family reunion on That's both sides. So nice. 
What what were those pop tarts? Oh my god, delish. It was like pie tarts. It was a pie. There was apple oh pie and cherry God. pie. But they do all sorts of flavors. Like they had s'mores. It was called Wild Flower, F-L-O-U-R, out Long Island. Um, and the cake was so good. Her cake, so she, I told you, I did like a vegan cake for her because of her um, Oh, no, allergies. you didn't tell me, but it makes sense that you did. It said, yeah, vegan cake for her allergies and sensitivities. And she fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> was it she, good? Did you I fucking mean, hate it? I mean, I no, no, no. I tried <laughs> it and it was like, it was sweet. And I was like, oh, wow. Mila's trying like real sugar for the first time. Like she's going to love it. She loves to eat. And oh my God, she tried. She put her hand in it and was making like the most disgusted faces as if I gave her like <laughs> poo. <laughs> she's like, what is this? Like, ew. And she was crying and I was like, I, I was just like, all right, well, you eat your beans then instead. <laughs> it could be worse. Like, she likes beans. Yeah, she enjoyed her beans. She did not enjoy her cake. It's fine. It's all great. Anyway, but it was fun. The actual cake, the non-vegan cake, the real cake, no offense to vegans, was absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> and they made these cupcakes, and I did, like, a butterfly flower theme. I I even made a mood board. <laughs> you did? Of course you did. I did a color. Well, I don't color even know why board. I said like I was surprised that you did that. Of course you made a mood board. <laughs> <laughs> it really helped me direct the party because I was like, okay, yeah. this works. This is, this is the type of like balloons that will go with the cake with like this is the type of wood chair I need. <laughs> But it looked Sounds so insane. So so pretty. And even like the flowers were gorgeous. I was like Thank you. That was part of the impressed. same people, the the flower people did the cake. It's like a two girl dubo. And um And they do yeah, flowers nice. and cakes. Yeah, one girl does the flowers, one does oh, the desserts. And it was look like into this. Yeah. It was sweet. Um but yeah, overall it was great. And then like we were so tired. It took me twenty four hours to recover over this day. It's exhausting exhausting yeah like, i was so excited that night you know she went to bed and then like game of thrones the new game of thrones show was on so i, I was, actually watched yes. it you did as in like you don't watch game i of don't thrones. watch game of thrones but noah's like could we please watch it and i was like oh, fine. were you like not disturbed during that scene the whole thing was horrible horrible <laughs> i cried i turned around this is it's not for the faint-hearted moms to watch not good um not good. but i turned around and like cried and like kind of got really nauseous watching it but this is kind of the reason why i watch game of thrones i like disturbing shit so um there were a lot of people who were like really pissed off about this scene um and i and I think that's ridiculous because, like, has anyone seen any Game of Thrones episode prior to this? This is, like, benign compared to the shit that they did. Wait, why were people pissed off? Because it was disturbing. I mean, yeah, but like you said, this is Game of Thrones. It's disturbing. Yeah, and, like, I like talking. It was incredibly disturbing. I, like, almost so threw up. It was bad. No, same. I turned around. I was tearing yeah. and I was throwing. I was, like, gagging. Um, but the thing is, though, like, that is a reality of a time. Yeah. That is like that actually happened. And we're not going to get into details because it actually is disturbing and I don't want to describe it. So if anybody who watched it knows what we're talking about, great or maybe not great for you. But like also if anybody doesn't know, just skip ahead a little bit. Anyway, yeah, it was a reality of the time. And that's true. Like. It's fucked up. 
is real fucked up. And that's all I was thinking was like. But anyway, I was excited to have that to watch <laughs> that night. <laughs> a a true special escape. treat for Mila's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, but yeah, so I love that. But it took me 24 hours to recover. I was exhausted the next day. I was like, oh my God. I feel like for like when you're when you're like celebrating, when you're making any type of party for anybody and like the, especially for like your kids, like the excitement mm-hmm. of like celebrating your kids and just like, just entertaining, I guess in general too. Like even if you're not like necessarily doing that much, I feel like you have so much like adrenaline pumping through you. And then when mm-hmm. it finally dies down, you're like, holy shit, I can't feel my body. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready just to put my legs up. But I wasn't surprised. I was surprisingly not anxious for the party. You know, like I even was ch- my body. I felt my body like checking in with myself being like, be anxious. Why aren't you anxious right now? Like this is an event. Like yeah. you should be anxious. And I was like, yo, chill. Yeah. <laughs> like yo, there's chill something anxiety. to be. Yo, chill. There's something to be anxious about. Like this, you know, but it's our family. Everyone's coming. They're just right. going to be happy to be with each other. I mean, there are some like family dynamics with like my divorced parents, but actually it went off pretty great. And um. Yeah, I feel like I, I w- a year ago I would have been so stressed out about like bringing my like family members together that you know either haven't seen each other due to said divorce or like things like that. But I have a chill question. vibes, Aileen. Chill vibes. I like chill vibes, Aileen. <laughs> <laughs> I like all I like all of Aileen, but I like chill vibes. Thank you. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply question for you and if this is too um personal we don't have to answer it but i'm curious because i've gone through something similar 
So you have divorced parents. I have divorced parents also. And like having, you're you're the first to have children. So you're the one that had to like start Mm -hmm. this. But were you kind of, did you like say to your parents, like, listen, you both want to have a relationship with my daughter. Like, we're not going to like separate the family. Like, this is how it's going to be. You guys need to like, like, I don't know, maybe they do already. They are already able to be in the same room together. But like, did you find that there was like, like an anxiety behind that of having divorced parents and then having kids that they like both always want to be with. Oh my God. I mean, I never really like had like a conversation. Maybe I did, but maybe in pieces. Like it wasn't just like one, let's sit down and discuss this. Um, I mean, my parents aren't like, it wasn't like contentious or anything, but I tend to, oh, surprise, surprise, take on like all of the like emotions of everyone around me. Right. So like I was feeling it for like my mom. I was feeling it for my dad's, what now wife at the time like the i'm i was feel i'm feeling like what my my mom's mom grandma must feel towards my like i'm just i just feel all of the things so right so early on like when like a year ago when i was just when i was pregnant i i I didn't think about it until one day i was like wait a minute they're gonna have to be together at one event and I like remember shutting down. I almost I had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, there's no actual drama. It's like it's all like kind of I'm concu- like I'm creating this. Like I'm yeah. putting the drama on a pedestal. Um, and I, my mother-in-law was like, Eileen, like you're just it's gonna have to happen. So we're just you know you can't take it on. And I told my dad that I feel anxious about this, and I've told my mom, and they're just like. It's not on you to feel this way. Like we can be court like, but I still couldn't help myself. But yeah. then my brother got graduated college. He's 10 years younger than me. And so, oh my God. so we all went there. And that was the first time that everybody was kind of together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so happy that it wasn't on me. <laughs> no, and I told my brother, I was like, I'm so glad this is not on me. This is you selfishly. But actually people kind of got along and I was so surprised and I was like oh maybe this like doesn't have to be as as dramatic as I make it out to be or made it out to be in my head um and so yeah I was uh yeah so basically yes the answer is yes totally I was really, really anxious about it for like a while. Mm-hmm. And I tend, and my dad moved away. So it was like moved to Florida. So it has been a little bit more like I didn't have to deal with so many situations. Right, right. Um, but before they moved, it was like my mom would be like, hey, can I come over this weekend? I'm like, well, my dad's coming. And then I was just, <laughs> you know, that feeling where you're like, <laughs> yes. All the time. I mean, like, I how yeah, how is it for you? No, I mean, my sister had kids before me, so she was kind of like the... She, she was a guinea pig. Yeah, she was completely the guinea pig. But I feel like all of this started with, like, weddings. And then yeah. it was like, and it was very rocky. And now it's like we do holidays with my both my parents. Yeah. And, like, they're both remarried. And, like, there's definitely um, tension. And like, oh, yeah. there are times where like, you know, we still have to deal with like the stupidness of whatever. But like they're they get along and like it's totally fine. And you know what? There's now seven, they share seven grandchildren. That's crazy. And it's crazy. And it's just they know like 
we don't want to forfeit our time with the kids during holidays. And we can't, like, especially when you're married, you can't just keep hopping around when everybody lives 10 minutes away, you know, mm-hmm. to all these different family members. It's it's exhausting. And it's like at some point, you just everybody needs to be okay with being in the same room. And mm-hmm. it's funny, though, because I always think, like, you know, my parents, but like if anybody else thinks like this, do people, like when they're getting divorced, do they think how it's going to affect them literally their entire life? It's not just, oh, I feel like I my kids, like, I feel bad for my kids, like, blah, blah, No, like, you literally need to deal with this your entire life, like, with grandkids and great-grandkids, and, like, it's never-ending. And I kind of feel like, and I always think about this, like, was this a thought in my parents' head when they got divorced that they would now have to deal with what goes on when they had grandkids? It's just, like, I don't know, I think Right, there's like so many like just trickling down consequences that trickle down like generationally. But I mean, I assume somebody thought about the fact that it affects children. Like I, I think so. Your own children, but not as your own grandchildren, children's children. Yeah. And like your relationship. And that is something that you have to kind of give up as, but that is the, that is like the decision that they do make is like, I'm gonna make this decision for me. And in some ways it'll be better for my kids and my kids' kids. Of course, every situation is different. And like- I'm sure there's plenty of parents who didn't think about anything. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. But it's like so interesting to me. Like I always just like think about like, because you know, you don't like talk to your parents like, like friends in that, or at least I don't, where like we talk about like divorce and like all of that, but like what made them think this and whatever. I know. It is why, I, it is, I think about this a lot, like not not because of my own situation, but like I see celebrities getting divorced after yeah. and they all have children. You just see these types of announcements all the time. You see like Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis with like this public divorce and like their custody thing. Yeah. You just like see it a lot and like, I do, and it's it's almost normalized mm-hmm. that like people just get divorced and the kids will deal. Right. But like, do they deal? Like, how do they deal? Like, there, there's a, I mean, my parents got divorced when I was like 20. I was older. Same. I was I, 18. Oh, yeah. Well, that's still kind of young. But you I'm were leaving college. the house at I least. Was in college. Yeah. 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 And I was out, I was out of college. Yeah. And I just, I, I even then like I remember like trying to process it and people telling me oh, look you're an adult I'm like yeah but my whole life is now affected it's so different it's so my, different and and it's my my whole childhood memories are affected like and my children's you know it's like it's all effect but if things are amicable and like they get remarried it just takes for like things to settle yeah a lot of time yeah but crazy and then do you think i like we're getting like deep here but like now it's like i'm my gears are turning do you feel like because you're a product of divorced parents that you're less likely to resort to divorce because of what you went through um, ever done like I don't like no. I think about this <laughs> I don't think I'm less likely I think if 
not that I think that I will get a divorce. I'm just saying no, I think that it makes you not. more likely. But I think I feel I would be less likely because I don't ever want to deal with that you don't on the other with- end. Right, right, right. I would not not that I think that I'm more likely, but I think that one would be more likely because it's something that did happen and it's yeah. sort of something that they have been exposed to. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there's research about this. I'm sure there is about like there children of research. divorced parents. Are they more or less likely to get divorced? I'd love to look that up. Um, I mean, it makes me want to understand what went like what went wrong. And how can one, I prevent that? Yeah. But there's so many factors in like a marriage and like time and like, and how children affect your relationship. That's why that episode with Naomi, I thought was Dr. Naomi was like so It was great. It was just like little snippets of insight about like how important your marriage is with respect to your family, mm-hmm. obviously, but like your family dynamics with children and stuff. Like while divorce is technically an option, it really does affect your whole future. And of course, I don't want to like make anybody feel bad who is listening and is divorced because like people just got to do what they got to do. But obviously it affects kids. Yeah. And I think also we're just talking about it from like being products of divorce, like how we now feel about it. Like, and every situation is different. Like you have, like, there yeah. is no choice sometimes. But just speaking from a from a perspective of like being on the side of the child and just how it how it's just interesting how I always think about what my parents were thinking and how they thought this would play out. Right. <laughs> how did you think this was gonna play out? Do you think this was a good idea? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm gonna ask them actually. I don't really ask that. do you do you ask your parents about like their relationship? No. I like never. Never. Ever. <laughs> never. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. It, it, like I, yeah. No. No, I want to pretend you. it never happened. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Oh, but anyway, this is a great conversation. Yeah, right? It was spontaneous. Yeah. I'm sure like so many people are listening because like divorce is so common and and there's so many different like ways in which it can happen early on or so many people that you see like Lala Kent, she was on the show. Mm-hmm broke up with her uh with rand randall is that randall, his name yeah what to say randy <laughs> <That's not> rand <laughs> randall um like when her baby's one like mm-hmm. that's really early she doesn't mm-hmm. won't remember a relationship with her parent her parents ever had mm-hmm. right so that could be totally different whereas like where we're saying we were basically adults like technically adults even though we didn't feel that way yeah like how that's so different. Like it's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I feel like when we, when my parents separated me being a quote unquote adult, they felt like they were doing better for us mm-hmm. because, you know, oh, we spent our whole childhood with parents who were together. But is it really better the other way around? Because you don't know. Yeah. I would say like if I were them, I would I would understand the logic behind let's wait till the kids are out of the house because well technically your younger sister wouldn't be out of the house right she was not so they she did. got the brunt of it for sure <laughs> they're like man I can't wait for her um, but I would understand the logic of it because it definitely is like a big upheaval and I think that the most important thing for when you're doing that is like really communicating with your kids being open to therapy and because not a lot of parents, not a, not parents of our generation 
our parents' generation, I mean, are. No. Um, and just like really communicating that it's A, not the kid's fault, and B, that like nothing is going to change, even though, or no, rather, things are going to change, but doesn't mean that it's bad. And it's just like a big life shift. Yeah. It's probably like really in- intense for a younger kid to go through who's not developed, but. Right. If done with like the help of a professional, I think it, it can be done well. Yeah, of course. Of but, course. It's just something I think about from like the perspective of being like an adult and now my parents and like, you know, it's still dealing and with it. And now you're the now you're you're the yeah. mom with the kids. Yeah, and like having to parent your own parents in this situation. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. It really is. The, the parenting your own parents is such a thing. Uh-huh. Like the comments, like I'll may, I'll say to my mom or, or my dad, but like I'll just say certain things that I have learned over time and just be like, what are you, where did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like trying to help herself. Like things like that, that, you know, she wasn't, is not accustomed to. Right. Or like was not, not even accustomed, but exposed to like, you know, and it's just, it's just so, I don't know. It's well, such a, like a different like, experience. Because you think about like the amount of information that we're um, exposed to. <laughs> but then yeah. the amount of information that our kids are going to be, are exposed to at a much earlier age. Right. They're going to be so much smarter than us. They already are. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, let's get to our listener questions. And then we have an email. Let's do our listener questions in a fast round. Fast, even though we never listen to ourselves when we say that. We go into extreme depth into every single question. Um, We have like sort of pregnancy-themed questions. And also our email is pregnancy-themed. So let's get to it. What's the first question? How long did your morning sickness last? Um, If you had any. uh, Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> um, and it lasted, I think it lasted like past the first trimester, probably like 18, 17, 15, 16 weeks maybe. How long is it supposed to last? Like they say 12. They like say 12, but it dep- I think everybody's different. I have friends that it lasted the whole pregnancy. I have friends that lasted five months. Um, yeah. You know, you could talk to your doctor though about um, solutions for that. Yeah, mine, yes, yes, which I did. It was really intense. I was puking almost every day and, but not, but not for the whole, it wasn't like hyperemesis, um, hyperemesis, I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say it, whatever. Um, just, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I just, I, I took 
what I took was um, vitamin B6 and I took uh, I took like the like one of the Unisom. Unisom. Oh, Unisom. Unisom. Unisom has two different. It's weird. It has the same name, but it's two different formulas. One of them is okay for pregnancy, safe for pregnancy, or don't quote me. Go to your doctor. My doctor told me it was safe for pregnancy, and I took them together, and um, I slept better. I didn't have morning. I didn't have like sickness while I was sleeping because it was really hard to fall asleep at night especially oh my god and all i fucking wanted to eat was english muffins and bagels <laughs> i remember that carbs galore Car- like oh and the smell of the refrigerator i can still smell it to this day <laughs> my worst thing was that um with well no it happened in my house too because your sense of smell is like crazy strong but when i was pregnant with oliver we were living in an apartment and noah like loved at the time Brussels sprouts and he would make them all the time and would stink up my apartment so rude. to the point where I want to vomit and he didn't understand like he thought I was being dramatic because he always thinks I'm being dramatic it's, yeah it's annoying but he made me so ill making Brussels sprouts in my house like, that was the worst that is so inconsiderate like Brussels sprouts smell like farts and yeah. Especially when they're like boiled. Oh my god! Like literally, I will not. I will never be okay with that situation. No. Ugh! It's just like a cabbage. It's just like a small cabbage. It is. They're cute. They're cute when they're like completely fried and don't taste like a Brussels sprout. Oh my god! And like are t- have like delicious Asian sauce. Like that's when and it's delicious. Bacon in it. Mm, mm. I, it's not my favorite, but yeah, I love. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, next question. How is postpartum healing supposed to feel week by week? What are normal symptoms? Example, night sweats, stronger body odor, postpartum healing. I feel like, I mean, everybody's different. Like you're yeah. never going to have like a what's supposed to be. But what I, my personal experience, it was much harder for me with Oliver because I had a much more intense delivery with Oliver. Um, and it took me a really long time to heal. Um, in terms of like hormonal changes, like with both of my kids, I had night sweats, um, you know, all, like all the things. I had more intense, um, well, no, I think with both of them, I had PPA and PBD. So, like, I think everybody's just different. Yeah. I don't know how it's supposed to feel week by week. I mean, ideally, it, I wouldn't say that it's like very like linear. Like, it doesn't go just like it's hard in the beginning and it just gets easier. I think like a lot of the times it's, um, up and down a bit like some days are easier some days are much harder um and like physically it depends on your the type of delivery you did but doing a vaginal delivery I like I remember it hurt for a longer time so much so that I called my doctor to ask like what's going on like I I'm waddling still mm-hmm. like way later than I was supposed to and it was like really hurt and I would it hurt so much more towards the end of the day like by the end of the day I was like I can't stand yeah and and I called my doctor and she's like oh maybe like you can make an appointment and so I obviously it got better like two days later <laughs> right of course obviously. <laughs> but obviously after I make it like a whole thing and yeah, I remember that was like specific. And it also depends what you're doing with feeding. Because 
that's a whole thing or it could not be a whole thing. So it's very individual and specific to you and your process. But I can't remember night sweats. I remember remember night sweats so bad. Oh, my God. my, My uterus was contracting. So like there would be like that feeling. Yeah, the contract and apparently, so I've heard, I don't know if this is like a myth or not, but I will say that this is true for me. The um, uterus contracting back is worse with each child. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely worse with Jack than it was. Like it hurt more, like the cramps were worse. Yeah. So like when your uterus contracts back, it feels like a contraction and they're not fun. Oh, God. Um, I just remember when like I went to my six week appointment. So I was like, oh, I think I told the story. I was like, oh, is my uterus like still contracting? Like is my stomach going to like, you know, keep reducing? She's like, no, this is pretty much it. (laughs) You didn't tell me that. And I was like, oh, so so I literally go, oh, so like this is just my body. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my present. This is just me. And she's like, yep. (laughs) Cool. You did not tell me that's really cool, 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 Doc. Cool. Um, But anyway, okay, going to the next question, which I guess this is the same. This goes into that topic. What can I do to reject bounce back culture and embrace my post baby body? I feel like we've done like so many episodes on this and like talking about like if you go back into like us literally going, I mean, we're still going through that, but like literally like first going through it and like how we felt about it. And like, I think it's just ignoring just like remembering that not everybody's the same and like ignoring what you see on social media if you feel if it makes you feel bad don't watch it and go at your own pace and not everybody is the same like with every other thing like yeah you don't even have to like do anything i would say i would just like give yourself time yeah yeah, the social media thing and comparing is really just the, the worst. I think like try to just continue, like put a mantra in your head like, I am not her. We are different and we have different bodies and that just is what it is. Like it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. It just like is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I have my own path. Like, and also reject the whole nine months in, nine months out, oh, like no. that bullshit. It takes time. It takes time, it takes time, it takes time. And all you want to do is for it to like go as fast as possible. But you have to remember that it just takes time. And it may not even like come back. Your body, I mean, I I get the natural desire to want to have the same body you had before you had a kid. But like, and I think about this a lot, but like sometimes, but this is the sacrifice that you make to have the child, your child. Just one of them. And- and it is what it is. And I feel like it took me, like I would be, I think at like whatever point, like nine months, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, I still have these like stretch marks and like my mm-hmm. stomach is gross and whatever. And my sisters would be like, you just had a baby. And I'm like, no, yeah. but like at this point with Oliver, like I didn't look like this. And they're like, but you just had a baby. And like yeah. now even being 15 months out, I look different than I did nine months out. And so your body does continue to change. So it's just like you can't you can't expect it to be a certain way. And it's just it's it's hard. It is hard with society and culture. But like you have to just I think the mantra that you gave is actually very helpful. 
yeah it just it's it's hard like so you you just like want to put all this pressure on yourself but like that it never helps no. just like small changes if you really if you want to do something actively too but she didn't even ask that she just says how do i reject it so that's how you reject it if out you want sight, act- out of mind yeah out of that's sight out of mind you're on your own journey you have your own body yeah be nice to your body it's the only like why why be just like poor body like it's just you know just be nice to it like it's just along for the ride like <laughs> like it's just here like trying to help out it doesn't leave it just like chills with you and it right. just be nice to her <laughs> right. you know like it's hard but try another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. Should we do email? Let's do the email. Okay. Hi, I'm a big fan of the podcast and loved how the Betches brand has grown as their fans have. Anyway, I would love to hear your experience about the first few weeks of pregnancy. I found this time to be really hard and not because of the symptoms. Nobody talks about the waiting time between your pregnancy test and when you finally get to see the doctor and have that ultrasound. The unknown is so stressful and debating whether or not to tell people early is also pretty tough. How did you navigate this weird time in your first trimester? Sincerely, a Betch with a bun in the oven. Well, (laughs) Betch with a bun in the oven. Yeah, oh my um, God. that anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety. And I think um, me and my friends were recently talking about this. And it's just like, I think, and we've spoken about this before on, yeah. the, on the podcast. I think that like you have to do what's comfortable. I think there's, you know, people are superstitious about saying something. Um, I think my personal opinion is, if you have a select group of people, whether it's friends or family, that God forbid something were to happen, you would want them to know that you were going through this and you would want the support from them if you were going through something, then there's no harm in telling them when you're pregnant, when you find yeah. out in that first trimester. Mm-hmm. Even when you find out you're pregnant and you haven't seen a doctor yet, if there is someone you can tell who you like feel, just like even one person, um, I think that that I agree. It's it's helpful. Um, I remember the the I told my parents and Rusty's parents right away. Like we faced that time them with a pregnancy stick on Facetime, um, but I didn't tell anybody else until I went to the doctor. But the waiting time is really difficult, and then the waiting time between each appointment mm-hmm. until you feel the baby was almost worse. Like I felt that time because it was like the longer you were pregnant for, the the more you were scared to lose it. 
So like that and it, it and but you still didn't feel it. So you were just like I was I remember just waiting for each appointment like edge of my seat like praying that everything would go okay and then like I would feel so relieved after that appointment and then it would like almost the next day restart again I was like oh, like I wish I had like an at-home thing like I'm sure everybody googles the at-home ultrasound thing um but then I've heard so much advice that like don't do that to yourself it's just more anxiety just you know like stay try to just stay sane yeah yeah but it was it's definitely challenging it is and it, it's you know if you, I don't think you need to listen to anybody. I think you do whatever you want to do. If you want to tell people, you could tell people. There's no rule behind it. There's no rule. But know that, you know, the chances of miscarriage are high in the first, are the highest in the first trimester. So right. like with that information, tell who you, like you said, Brittany, like tell who you feel comfortable sharing both pieces of potential information you know right. not right. not that to get like morbid but like that's just like a reality mm-hmm. that we all face and i personally like I know, you know and we talked about this i'm, I'm want to have a second kid eventually and i'm scared about like you know the longer i wait the older i am the more chance the chance increases to how do i factor that in to like my timeline and it just, I'm just, wor- I'm nervous that like my anxiety for the second one's going to be so much worse. I'm hoping not, but oh boy. <laughs> it's hard to okay. say. I feel like I ha- I actually had more anxiety with my second because I knew more. You know why? Because I was running, <laughs> I was running the uh, Instagram account, Moms. So <laughs> yeah. I was hearing a lot of stories. We were doing oh, the podcast, yeah. so we were talking about a lot of things. Whereas, like, I'm the type of person, if something, like, scares me or gives me anxiety, I push it away. I stay away from it. And I did that with Oliver. So, like, with Jack, I was, like, fully submerged into all things mom and pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah. I hear that. It definitely was, like, overload of info. But sometimes info is good. Sometimes too much is good. All right. Well. I think that's our show. What do you think? That's our show. I really enjoyed all of our different conversations. And I hope you did too. I did as well. And everyone, please come back next week. We have a little bit of an announcement next week. So come back, listen to the show. In the meantime, go follow at Betches Moms on Instagram. And, you know, you can subscribe to the show. I'm at Aileen. Brittany is at it's underscore Brittany underscore Les. (laughs) And remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram. And send us your emails to moms at betches.com. 